Yo, what's up? You're listening to First Giving Honor to God. I'm Whitney, your host, lover of God, creative, and somebody who never thought they would start a podcast. But here we are, and I'm going to take the time to share the lessons I've learned over the last decade as God has tried to steer me right back here to my creative calling. But I won't be alone. I'm tagging in some friends, colleagues, and folks I've just been rooting for to share the story of faith behind their brands and careers, all to help you bring your own vision to life and honor God through your work. So if God is giving you a vision that's big, nah, huge, this podcast is for you. There's a lot of stuff that makes you feel like you can't do the thing God's asking you to do. Sometimes it's external things like money, lack of support, or even your location. But what do you do when it's internal, when it's mental illness? I remember when I first started to deal with my own anxiety. I was in college, far away from home, and it hit me hard. I wasn't prepared at all. I definitely wasn't prepared for the hit it took on my confidence, especially when it came to my gifts and talents. I think that's where my creative downward spiral really started, if I'm honest. And one day I'm going to tell you all about the things I let anxiety take away from me. But that ain't really why we're here today. A few years ago, I connected with this girl on Facebook named Tashara, who actually turned out to be my cousin. By the time we connected, she was already an author, blogger, banker, and living what I thought was a successful life. But she was talking about quitting her corporate job to pursue her dream of becoming a therapist. She was killing the game. But I'm sure you can imagine that I was a little surprised to learn that she'd been dealing with anxiety her entire life. Over the years, Tashara has taught me so much about how to live with your mental illness and still take leaps of faith and do what you're created to do. And I knew Tashara had to be the first guest to kick this thing off. I can't wait for you to hear about her journey to becoming a therapist and how she launched her latest venture, Brave by TJ, a subscription box service that helps people manage their mental health. I know you're going to love this conversation. So let's jump in to episode two. All right, so I'm excited that you're my first guest. I'm excited. It's my favorite thing. I told my my sister-in-law the other day that Tashara's got to be my first guest uh, so that I don't quit. (laughs) Because if it was anybody else, I would be like, mm, I ain't going to do it. Well, look, I almost didn't make it. We didn't have disease, Girl. Um, technical difficulties, <laughs> famine, mm-hmm. all kind of stuff. Locusts. I Locust. heard locusts on their way. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I am glad that you're my first guest. I think, you know. Um, I'm honored. That me and you have, uh, you know, our little podcast history. <laughs> We semi really host a history. <laughs> we semi host a podcast together called Unplanted. <laughs> Poor Unplanted. It, it's it's um it's still in our hearts, but it I'm is. really excited that God is He's taking us both on a path to like do some individual podcasts. I think that's kind yeah. of a, a a leap for both of us. Listen, <laughs> a jump. Yeah, because it's like, easy, you know, to do something with somebody else, but. To have to stand on your own and say what God is telling you to say is like, oh, 
Yeah, that. You know, I've never done anything on my own until now. Wow, really? Never. I didn't know that. Like, ever. I've oh. always done something with somebody until Brave. Then it was That's... like, oh, you can't, because that would be <laughs> hypocritical. Yes, the exact opposite. So. Yeah. Crazy. So that's really exciting. So for those of you who, you know, don't have the pleasure of knowing Tashara J. Childs, which you always have to say the J. Um, Yes. She is uh, one of my really, really good friends. We are both from the same small town in Alabama. (laughs) And we low-key cousins. We low-key cousins. We don't really talk about being cousins because, you know, we love our family, but we low-key cousins. (laughs) The connector that makes us cousins is yeah interesting, but we, <laughs> but you know she's my girl, and it's funny we connected like later in life. I think we met one time when we were younger. I don't really we, remember it. We <laughs> met like d- let me see if you remember this for real. We met at Applebee's one time. Really? Yes, you were with. It was when you were working with Upward Bound. Do you remember that? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> we were at dinner together. Like, why I was there is what I don't know, because I didn't work at Upper Bound. I think I was with somebody. I don't know, but you were there. And I was like, oh, she's nice. That is crazy. You were on the other end of the table. And I I mean, I don't think we even spoke to each other, but that is what that was. Yeah. I need to do some meditation to recall that. I don't remember that at all. It's probably repressed. (laughs) Bro, that season of my life probably. Yeah. (laughs) That season wasn't the best either. So, I mean... That's crazy. So we, you know, we go way, way back, apparently, to my upward bound days. But outside of, you know, being my friend, which is a job in and of itself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tajara is a therapist. She is a pastor. She's an author, an entrepreneur. I, I tell her she's a community builder because she is building a really dope community of women um, through a Facebook group called Tribe. And now, you are the creator of Brave by DJ. Yeah. That means anything. That's a lot. I be doing stuff. You Come, on, doing it. Come on, Tashara. Come on, Tashara J. Child. <laughs> but really, like, really, I think, you know, when you told me about Brave, it makes so much sense because I don't know how it, you know, we'll talk about this, how you got to, like, this idea, but if you walk through your story, it is a story of bravery. And so I yeah. think that Brave by TJ just makes so much sense. So um, tell us a little bit about Brave by TJ and how did you come to creating this brand? So I wish it was a story of like, I heard a small whisper of God's voice and I had the chills and like, he just downloaded this into me. That is not what happened. Um, I was at work one day and it was when I was working at a mental health center. And, you know, you see at a mental health center, you see a bunch of clients in one day. I would see like eight to 10 people, which in therapy world is insanity. And during my time of just seeing all these people, it was like, people don't know about their mental illness. They don't know how to cope. And how can I help them the people that aren't coming into my office, like, what can I do to help them? And then I was like, oh, wow, what if people just had therapy at their fingertips? What if they could just, like, download something or, like, get something in the mail? Because I like to get packages. And then I was like, wow, what if I did that? And then I forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
then I forgot. And yeah, one day I was driving down the road and I don't know, I just heard the word brave. And then I was like, oh yeah, I had an idea a long time ago. And why don't I just call it brave? And then I made one box and I was just giving them away to people. I wasn't charging yet. And people was into it. And then it became a thing. It became a thing. And I think it's, it's such a really, really good idea because I feel like sometimes people don't always know how to support you. They don't always know, you know, if you're dealing with any kind of issues, mental illness, whatever, people don't always know how to be there. But I think something like this gives you something tangible to give to someone or to give to yourself when you don't really know, you know, everything to do. Because everybody doesn't have access to to wellness care and, you know, Mm -hmm. mental health professionals. And sometimes you are like, self-care sounds really cute, but how does one do that? And so I think that the Brave Box is really, really dope in in giving people kind of an avenue to be able to do that. Yeah, I have moms buying for their daughters. Like, they know their daughter is going through something, but they don't know how to reach out and they don't know what to say. So, and you can order gift boxes on the website. Just like if you, I've had people, when my friend is going through this, I don't know what to do. Mm. So they can send them a box with a personal note. Just like, I'm thinking of you. I don't know what to do, but here's this. So I wish somebody would have sent me one, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a I've couple been years ago. for the last 10 years. <laughs> right. So for it's, real. It's become a really cool thing to see people actually buy into it and get one every month. Like I have subscriptions where people get one automatically every month. I think that's pretty cool. That's dope. I love that. So, you know, as we're kind of talking about, you know, where you landed, I think it's important that we kind of take some steps back to, for me, when we kind of started connecting, it was like right in the season where you were deciding to leave corporate America to pursue, you know, your dream of becoming a therapist. And I was just like, this girl, she got some courage because you were like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. And I was like, look, it ain't nothing for me to quit a job. If you know me, then you know I'm going to quit. Yes. But, you know, I think the thing about it is it's so inspiring. And I think it's one of those things that just lets me know you really be praying because yeah. It- if you're able to know God told me I'm, I need to do this and without, you know, for me, you know, from the outside, of course, without a thought, it seems like you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. So, you know, how did you get that courage to know like, okay, I feel like God is calling me to be a therapist. This is, you know, something I've always wanted to do. How did you leave the money? How did you leave the position oh, the money, to do that money. thing? The money. Okay. <laughs> So, whew, so let's go back. I lived in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Raleigh for a couple of years and I was in a, I had a great job in Raleigh. I had three jobs in Raleigh. All of them were great. <laughs> and, um, you know, I made really good money and um, my grandmother got sick. And so I wanted to move back to Alabama. I had no way to move. First of all, you know, moving from a state to a yeah. state is a huge thing and finding a job huge thing right so me and god was just chilling one day and i was like hey i want to move back to alabama he was like okay cool and i said this was in april and i said by july i'm gonna live in alabama i'm gonna have a job 
and I'm gonna go back to school. And the school that I chose, you had to, you couldn't live in North Carolina and go to the school. Gotcha. There's no reciprocity. So I didn't have a choice. Um, ended up, that ended up happening. And mm. I moved back down here and I got a job at a bank. Then I was like, well, I can quit school. I'm making all the money at this bank. Like I'm getting bonuses. Life is good. And I was miserable though. First of all, I don't, I can't do math. So how I was working <laughs> at a bank and then with the state treasurer in North Carolina is insane. I don't know what was happening. God is real because he put me there. But um, ended up like being at, I would sit at the desk and just waste away. I hated it. And I've always been everybody's therapist. Like everybody would always come to me with their issues. And I was like, some people need to pay me for this because I'm pretty good at it. And it was in January. I started interning and working full time and go, like leaving my intern job at night and then having to wake up and go to corporate. It was like, this sucks. I hate it yeah. here. I had gotten caught up in a lot of like, had to have name brand stuff and I had to like match what people were, you know, what they had. And I got into image a lot and that's mm -hmm. not me. So I was like, oh, I'm becoming this person that I don't want to be. And then I thought, what if I was a full-time therapist? Hmm. And um, I, so I do things backwards. I tell people what I'm doing before it happens. So mm -hmm. I told my boss, hey, I'm going to quit in May. And this was like March. Hmm. He just looked at me like, but what you going to do? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be good. Everybody thinks I'm insane. And... <laughs> May came and I was like, oh, what am I going to do for real? Like, I don't have a job lined up. And so I had saved some money and I was like, God, look, I got this money. This money is going to last me till August. And I'm going to just need you to provide for me until August. Wow. And yeah, so I ended up going on vacation too. Like I went to Vegas. I was showing out. But <laughs> yeah, people are like, this girl is unemployed. She's interning for free. And she is in Vegas for a week. Who does that? Crazy people. So <laughs> I got back from Vegas. It was the end of the internship. I had no job. It was like the middle of July. Intern was ending. And everybody, like my mama was like, who have I raised? Why does she do these things? And then the last week of July, guess who got a job? Wow. So I had to be patient with it. I mean, it's never, like, things have always lined up, but they've never, I've never saw, oh, this is how it's going to work. Yeah. Never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And so, you know, I, wow, first of all, <laughs> I remember this, because this yeah. is when we were getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. But like, was like, this girl is insane. In my mind, I'm just like, oh, she already got this stuff lined up. So to hear this kind of side of it is like, oh, wow. You were really like, I'm just going, I'm going to trust this. But, but how did you know, no matter what, you know, this decision I'm making, God's going to catch me. Like, how did you, how did you get there? So it's like, so I'll get confirmation. I'll know this. Okay. This is what you're supposed to do. I never know the plan. Mm -hmm. And so I trust that if he says this is what I'm supposed to do, surely I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread. Yeah. And I always tell myself, if I do this, I don't feel like he's going to make a fool of me. Right. I don't feel like he's going to have me out here looking crazy. And even if I am, 
it's not going to be the end of the story with me looking crazy. There's always going to be his glory to be seen. Because I don't think he calls us two things to leave us out there. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, if I step out here and do this, he's going to have to provide. I kind of right. put it back on God. Like, I'm like, well, you're going to have to do it. You got I'm not. That's hard <laughs> to disconnect. But it's like, I have to really realize that it's not in my strength that I do any of this. For sure. And I have a mama who is, my mama be praying. So I'm like, I can always fall back (laughs) on her prayers (laughs) if this don't work. Yes, yes, that's real. I think a lot of times when we're pursuing things and, and we hear God tell us to do something, I think at first we're like, okay, yeah, this is from God. But as you get in kind of the thick of it, you start to think that, oh, this is on me. And you've mm-hmm. got to, like you said, mm-hmm. put it back on God. This is this is his plan. And so you're doing this in tandem with him. Mm-hmm. It's not he tells you something and then you go and figure out how to make it work. Right. He's, he's the one that's going to make it work. So I think that's really important. Um, so, you know, one of the things that you talk about, uh, Tashar has a podcast called The Brave Podcast, which she's going to tell you how to find it. It's, it's really, really good. It's very transparent. I, I really have listened to the episodes three times <laughs> because it's so good. And I just like hearing, you know, your wisdom and just talking about all that you've been through. And one of the things that you share, you know, pretty transparently is about you dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. And I know for me, when, when I first started dealing with anxiety, I really struggled to reconcile how am I called by God? And I've got anxiety that I have to deal with. God, you're telling me to do this thing, but everything is scary. <laughs> how, how do I reconcile yeah. that? And so, you know, I know as a therapist, I know as a person who deals with anxiety, that's, I'm sure those are thoughts that go through your head. But how did you come to reconcile dealing with anxiety, but still knowing that God had a calling for you? So I think I've been anxious my whole life. Um, now looking back, I didn't know what it was when I was younger, but it it was anxiety. And when it got really bad, there was this really this season when it was horrible and I couldn't do anything because of my anxiety. And I would always tell God, I'll take anything else. You can give me cancer. <laughs> I was serious. I would take any other health issues. I don't want this. This isn't, this isn't cool. It isn't fun. I have to deal with this every day. And it came... Um, I thought of, so I read, you know, what is it in second Corinthians maybe, or first where Paul was dealing with a thorn. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, my grace is sufficient, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to hear all that, but it was like, this is my thorn and this is my thing. Mm -hmm. And it was either you take ownership of it or it's going to own you. Yeah. And so I said, I'm a roll with it and know that there is, even if my anxiety never leaves. So like people are always like, I want to be healed from it or cured from it. Even if it never goes away, even if you deal with that forever, you're not dealing with it on your own. And so I had to realize if he knows that I deal with this, he cares about it. Mm -hmm. So he's going to help me through it. He cares about all these things and I'm not doing it on my own. So I have to tell myself, okay, he cares and he knows and he sees and he's felt it, right? Because Jesus was human. So he felt depression and he felt anxious. And if y'all read the Bible, um, so yeah, I just realized he felt he became human to feel these infirmities and he cares. Mm-hmm. So I just got, I don't think that it's something that it can't own me. It can't, 
be my mark or my stamp. Right. right? It's just a piece of me. And that's fine. There's other pieces. Oh, I think that's so good that there are yeah. other pieces. Yeah. And I think knowing that keeps you from disqualifying yourself. Because I think you said something in your podcast about you no longer say that you have anxiety. You no longer say mm-hmm. that you have depression. You know, you talk about that you're dealing with it, that, mm-hmm. that it's something that you're having a moment in because it's not your identity. And right. so I think it's really important that we understand there's other pieces to us. We are not just the bad stuff that we think about ourselves. Yes. And, and that's yeah. what I think we focus on a lot. Because it hurts and it's evident. So mm-hmm. how could I not focus on something that's consuming my life every day? But if I diminish it and, you know, focus on what's greater than that, mm-hmm. then it becomes a little bit smaller. For real. Now, you know, if me and you get together, we, we got to talk a little bit about church because that's what we oh, do. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, if we get together, we got to. And, you know, since we're talking about. Do you um, see me stressed out already? I know. She's stressed because we, <laughs> listen, we, we have talked ad nauseum about the church's role in a lot of things. Yeah. But, you know, as we're talking about people dealing with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, like what do you think is the church's role? If any, do you feel like you know, is the church just, do they need to just focus on the stuff they're good at? Or is it important for the church to begin to incorporate mental health? Is it important for them to have licensed mental health practitioners? Do you think that's something that is realistic and necessary? So just like I grapple with if I'm charismatic or not, Mm -hmm. because I still don't know. I (laughs) (laughs) I grapple with if this is something the church should take on mm-hmm. because I don't, so like if you don't have a licensed therapist on staff, then you leave people with real issues unattended. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're, you know, they feel like they can just pray it away and that is not even real or going to work. Right. But if we put this in here, like if we incorporate it in the church and somebody messes it up, messes it up, then they're re-traumatized. Right. And then they have to go outside to seek help. So I would like for the church to leave it alone. Mm. I want them, to, and I don't, you know, man, I didn't think I would ever say that, but because I, I used to want, want to go in and teach the you know, people in the church, mm-hmm. you know, what to do. I want the church to leave it alone. I want them to refer people out sure. and say, these are people we trust, right? Mm-hmm. This is a person who might not even go to the church, but we know we can trust her. She's a licensed counselor and she might have the same beliefs as you do. And she can lead you um, psychologically, mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Go see her. Yeah. And keep it out. True. That's, yeah. Yeah. I used to want it to be incorporated, but I think there's so many pieces and the church is a mug. They don't, we don't get a lot of stuff right, okay? We just <laughs> don't. And mental health is so serious that sure. I don't think we can teach them. That's okay. That is okay. Yeah. Unless y'all want to build a mental health center beside the church and they can just walk over there. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But keep it outside. Yeah. I think that's important. Like you said, we don't often get it right there and so yeah. if we could just be a referral source um and make it safe so let me say that make it safe so that somebody knows look you can go to this pastor you can go to this person and you can talk to them 
Yeah. Right. And you can tell them what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if they, because I do believe in pastoral counseling. I don't sure. do that. That's completely different. I'm a pastor, but I don't do pastoral counseling. Sure. Um, but (laughs) if it's something spiritual and, you know, let them do that in-house, but Mm -hmm. make it safe to where if somebody is depressed and they're anxious, they know they can go to somebody and that they can get the right help, even if it's not inside the church. I love that. So, um, before we wrap up, I do want to ask you, you talked about something else on your podcast. And I think you talked about this on, on your Instagram as well about recently, you know, you felt like you were just having one of those days. It was an anxious day, you were, you know, dealing with some things and you wear a lot of hats. We talked about you being a business owner, a therapist, a pastor, you're building a community, you're running a Bible study for us, like all of this stuff. But sometimes you just have a day. Where do you give yourself grace in knowing I have all of these things, but sometimes I'm going to be dealing with my thorn how do you give yourself grace there (laughs) (laughs) um it's hard Mm -hmm. because as a a helping professional you always want to help yeah and then if you're always helping you leave yourself helpless Mm. so for me i've learned that if I'm helping everybody else and I'm giving to them and I'm giving to them and I'm giving to them and I become depleted, what else do I have to give? Nothing. And so I had to learn, I have to give back to myself and that if I take a day off, my clients will be okay. Right. I believe God takes care of my clients. He sends all of them to me so I can take a day off because he's got them. I believe that people are more understanding than we think they are. Mm -hmm. So if I take a day off, nobody's going to completely lose it on me. (laughs) Surely they would be understanding to know, okay, you need this time. And if I don't take it for myself, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. And y'all going to have to help me. (laughs) And I don't want to put that on somebody else because it's my negligence to myself. Mm -hmm. So it's not your responsibility right? It's mm-hmm. me. I've left myself out. So I have to love myself enough to take care of me. I'm, you know, I'm I almost cuz I'm a good person. I am. <laughs> I'm great. And I need to stay that way for myself and for other people. So mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be good. That's why I tell myself if I'm taking a day, everybody's gonna be good. I need you to heard. get myself together. You heard it here, folks. Take your days. I'm take a- your day. Everybody gonna be good. I'm a proponent. I am a supporter of taking your days. I'm taking my day right now. <laughs> you know, I like, mean, sometimes I'm proud you of you because to... you don't. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah. I Historically, I don't take my days. But uh, if 2020 has taught me anything, it is take your time. It is, you know, slow down. It's listen to your body. It, so many uh, great lessons. But, you know, we'll talk about that another day. Rest so, because you want to, not because you have to. Say that again. Rest because you want to, not because you have to. Exactly. And you will be better, better for it. Yeah. So before we head out, I just want you to tell everybody where they can find you, tell everybody how they can get themselves a Brave Box, uh, anything else, because there's something else you got coming up that I hope you share. If you don't, (laughs) I'm going to share it. (laughs) 
the shade. Okay, no. so you can find me on all socials. My name is at Tashara Janae. I'm gonna spell it because the ghetto. So <laughs> T A S H A R A J A N A E. All socials. We'll just face Facebook. I almost said Facegram. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Tashara Janae. And I also have business pages at Brave by TJ. And you can um, order boxes on bravebytj.com. It's updated every month. So like if you missed a month, you can go back and be like, oh, I want this box from May. Um, yeah, so you can go back. They're all on there. You can order at bravebytj.com. My podcast is on Spotify. The Brave Podcast. Girl, I forgot the name. Everything <laughs> says Brave. Wow. Okay. The Brave Podcast on Spotify. And that's it. Oh, she, she played me. Okay. Okay. There is a conference coming up, and it's not called the Brave Conference, but it's called the Tribe Retreat. And it's going to be April 2021 in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'm really excited and scared. So this will be another journey. Like yes. people will get to see how afraid I was to do this other thing on my own. But God has said yes. And even if it's just me and Whitney, that's enough. And, and it will be a time in case you were wondering. <laughs> if it's just the two of us, it will be a time. But no, I, I'm, I'm really, really proud of you. And, you know, before Thank we go, you. I do want to say I really, really am so blessed to know you and so mm -hmm. proud to watch your journey and that's why when for real when you said your brand is going to be brave by tj to me that's just the moniker of your life Thank braveness you. is and i'm you know me scared of most things <laughs> <laughs> but by being connected to you really have given me the courage to try a lot of stuff this podcast for instance um wow. would have never done it without having you in my circle so i just want to say thank you thank you it. see that's that's why i do what i do you listen you do it well well thank guys you. that's our show you'll get all the information um in the show notes about tashara about brave by tj um follow her on social she is hilarious first of all <laughs> listen if you follow me do not think you about to hear a lot of preaching you might mm -hmm. hear a little bit but usually it's I'm hilarious like, i'm just having road rage and eating baby food and it's that's my favorite part it's very <laughs> it's fun it's a good ride uh and it's real and i appreciate it so again check her out follow her on socials and i will talk to you guys in the next episode thanks that's our show Thanks for stopping through for first giving honor to God. This episode was produced by Whitney Hall. Our editor is Brandon Hall. And our music is by Vodavaz Productions. Can't get enough of us? Follow us on socials at Honor to God Pod and visit our website, honortogod.com, where you can grab the show notes and grab some really dope merch. Also, head over to iTunes and subscribe to our show. You do not want to miss an episode. And while you're there, if you love us, leave a rating so we can continue to bring you dope episodes. Again, thanks for listening. We'll talk in two weeks.